Good morning to you. Oh my lord, that's been a while. We're going to get cracking. It's just gone half past ten. Well done to all you amazing people. You've made it to the first in-person gathering in over 15 months. Like that's to be celebrated. We also want to say to those at home who may listen to this later on today, who are self-isolating and for whatever reason can't make it today, we are praying for you and we are thinking of you this morning. We are indeed. So um, this is all very new. We haven't got a clue what we're doing, uh, as is probably blatantly clear. Um, We're going to try our best. One of the things that we try to do is accommodate everybody with all of their different appetites for risk, um, hence the different zones. Um, We will talk with the trustees and the staff this week and tweak things. After the service, an email will go out to everyone who's attended the service, and we'd really love your feedback about things that you think have worked, things that worked well, things that didn't work, just so that we can tweak things over the coming weeks as we try and work out how we're going to do this um, together. We want everyone to feel comfortable all the way through. Our priority is your safety and your well-being. Um, We don't really want to be imposing regulations on anybody. But that said, we really do want to choose the right things to do for everyone concerned. And so, obviously, we're not going to be imposing the wearing of masks or being socially distanced. But we really, really would encourage, uh, where possible, for us all to choose to wear masks um, and to be respectful of other people's uh, physical space. Uh, We particularly want to encourage the wearing of masks during singing because, as far as we're aware from the science, that's one of the things that creates uh, more droplets and stuff. And so uh, when we are about to worship, we would encourage you again to put on your masks. Does that make sense? Um, Why don't you stand, because we're going to pray, and then we're going to worship together, and we are going to sing together for the first time in I don't know how long. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, we give you thanks this day. Lord, we pray for all churches up and down the nation gathering together. And, Lord, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, Lord, I invite your presence to come. Would you come and bring your healing this morning to those in need right now? Those who need your touch, your healing touch, would you come and bring your fresh revelation of who you are? Would you come and breathe your peace upon us? Anyone who's feeling anxious or frightened or afraid, Lord, let there be no robbing in this place. Would you come and add to us? We kneel before you, O Lord, really and metaphorically, for you are our saviour. In you we put our trust. We do not always understand everything, but in you we put our trust. Amen.
Oh, please be seated. I'm just going to pray as if you're all standing, but I know we've all got to get used to being back here. So, Lord, oh, we welcome your presence, and we are so thankful to be gathered here in your name. Do your bidding. Do your will. Come in power. Bless our youth who are gathering in another part of this place. Bless our young kids who are gathering out there playing sport. Bless all of our people who have sent in messages and, and texts and emails this morning, just thinking about us and celebrating us all this morning. And Lord, most of all, we ask that you would bless those who are in need, who are still unwell, who are suffering not just from COVID, but from other things, Lord. Would you draw near to them? Would you bring their comfort and restoring power? Would even now this morning in this room, would you minister to those in need who need your love this morning? We all need your love. We all need your gift of hope. We all need your clarity of vision. We all need the whirlwind to stop and for things to settle and for your peace to reign upon us and our lives. Lord, this is your place. This is our cathedral. This is a place where the vineyard has done albums and many thousands of people have worshipped you, have fought to worship in your name. Come, Lord. Do it again. Pour out your blessing upon us in only the ways that you can. Pour out your fresh revelation that only you can, for you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. In you we give our hope, our focus, and our attention. In you we pray when we are down that you would rain down on us afresh, rain down on our land, rain down on our friends and our communities, rain down on those who are, who are coming towards you but do not yet know you. You are the shepherd of the sheep, Lord. We welcome you afresh in our lives this morning. You are our daily bread. Give us our daily bread this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for such a wonderful time of worship. Isn't that wonderful? And I just wanted to say a huge thank you to all who've been involved in setting up this morning. Uh, we have many, a fantastic team and uh, many people who've been really involved in the organizer. The trustees have been with us making, organ um, our, uh, making decisions with us and they've been incredibly helpful. So, uh, of course, our trustees have been helpful throughout the whole season. Lovely to see you. Lovely to have you with us. And lovely that you are with us, all of you. There is no need to explain what color you are. You've just got to be at home, wherever you are. And that's exactly right. You don't need to tell us you're going to be moving soon. That's absolutely fine. Wherever you are at, it is totally fine. And you have the freedom to move into different groups. And as Neil said at the beginning, we will be having ongoing uh, conversations about this. And please, if you've arrived, and we will be sending out a form, please fill that out as soon as you get it. What's it called, Danny? A feedback form. And uh, anyway, I'm rattling on. How long have I got? 
I've got less time. Is that like how much? Ten minutes. Okay, five. Yeah. No, 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 seriously, because it makes a lot of difference to what I'm going to say. All right, I need quarter past, and I haven't got, oh, I have got my glasses. Quarter past, is that clock right? Okay, quarter past, okay. Right, let's start with some Bible, which is always good. If you've got a Bible, turn with me. Let me get my glasses on to um, Psalm 62. Psalm 62. It's written by David for Jonathan. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? But all of you throw me down. This leaning wall, this tottering fence, surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies with their mouths they, they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart to him. For God is our refuge. Trust in him at all times, even now. Trust in him. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Isn't that so true? What a 15 months have we had. I look at all of you, and you've all got stories to tell. Behind the closed doors, there have been utter, utter, utter pain going on. Behind closed doors, moments of joy and moments of feeling like in a whirlwind, moments of clarity, moments of sheer, what is going on? But we are here today. And I'm sort of starting, I know it's going to be a short talk, but it's called Arise and Build. Arise and Build. And I tell you, this church has been unbelievably amazing in the last 15 months. We have built behind the scenes. Prayer has been building behind the scenes. People have been on the school front, being 
prayer meetings. There have been prayer groups going into praying with the children. There have been ministry to the poor. You've all, I know, have been ministering to the community. That is building, even though we're under duress and things aren't all right in us in our own lives. We have one hand in the Lord and one hand at building. And sometimes when the whirlwind is so large and we cannot see the wood for the trees for ourselves, it has been bare faith that we have hung on. And the Lord celebrates you and cares for you and calls you by name, for he is your refuge and he is your fortress. He is, in you, he is who we put our whole trust in. And yet sometimes it feels like he is not there. It has felt that he has abandoned us. Are you there? Do you see what we're doing? Do you see what's going on in the world? Are you there, Lord? Do you care? And sometimes to get to the inner sanctum, to get to that presence, you have to go through a forest of all sorts of doubt and a lack of, of whatever doubt is like massive. And you just have to push doubt away and head to the secret place. And it's been tough. I can say personally it has been tough. Tough to keep on pressing on, but we have the prayer teams, the prayer group, the daily prayer has kept me so, oh, Lord, I am so grateful for that group. There's such a beauty in numbers and beauty in people. My gosh, I have got to know so many people in that group, and so many people are doing such beautiful things. And you are all ministering and building, and we're all arising from this season again and fixing our eyes on the Lord. Last week, a couple, uh, last week, Neil and I got the uh, pleasure to go to Wales for a few days uh, camping. And uh, yeah, and we went for three nights. And, um, and just so you know, we are not, well, Neil's not a camper, are you, darling? No, but it was his idea, just to say it wasn't my idea. And uh, so before we went, we had to sort out the tent, and actually it was missing a pole. So Neil set, up, set to um, soaring up long poles to make them short. And uh, I was slightly skeptical, but I think it, I mean, I was thinking, I was seeing him watching him sewing up in the garden. What? I know, but I don't want to ever show, show my doubt, darling, because you're like, fantastic. No, 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 but hold on, hold on. Anyway, we set off to Wales. We actually went to St. David's, which is on the east-west coast of Wales. And uh, before that, we have two cars. Well, we don't anymore. The first car uh, failed its MOT, which is sitting on our driveway now, waiting for its fate. And the second car passed its MOT, but they said it had a gas leak. And I said, well, we're going to Wales. Oh, no, oil leak. I said, we were going to Wales. And he said, well, go and then come back and we'll check. And I said, okay, well, I'll just hope we'll get there. So anyway, we set off with this strange tent. No, it was a fantastic tent. And uh, a gas leak in the car. Oh, oil leak, sorry. And but good job, it wasn't a gas leak. Anyway, we set off and um, we arrived. Beautiful, beautiful blue sky, incredible winds. 
And uh, this campsite that we went to, you didn't have to book. You could just turn up. And Neil checked in the morning if there was going to be space for us. So yes, there was space at that time. So we thought we'd better head there quick. So we arrived, and it was called, um, what's it called? White Sands. White Sands, which is just out St. David's, and it's fantastic. Anyway, the campsite is on this mountainside going like this. I'm not joking. And the guy, the chap at the entrance, I said, well, okay, what would you do if you were us? Where would you camp? And he said, well, actually, the higher you go, the flatter it will be. And uh, we said, okay, but the higher you go, the further away from the loos you are, or the lavatories, or the toilets. And, uh, and it's like, well, I don't want to be that far in the middle of the night. So we decided to pitch our tent in the middle section. Now, because it was slightly at that, there was not many people there. <laughs> and also, they all sort of, uh, the people that were there, they had put their tents around the outside of the field. So the middle was all free, and then there was these certain sections of tent because there was a bit of flat land just at the top. So we pitched it in the wind, and we had some, well, it was great fun, but we managed to do it. So the first night, we walked into the St. David's, and we saw this amazing cathedral called St. David's Cathedral. Have you been to it? Well, if you get to go, it is extraordinary. Anyway, it sort of it started to lay a foundation. It looked beautiful. And, and then we walked back, and then we went to bed. And I said to know which way should we sleep? And he said, well, let's sleep this way, you know, and uh, if I can do it. So the, and Neil said, let's sleep that way. Okay. <laughs> so that was the first night, and guess what happened? We had a terrible night's sleep, so bad that we thought we may not stay the next day. Um, but we did. We did sleep the next day. And then the next night, it was my turn to say which way we were going to sleep. So I thought we would go with gravity, so we would sleep that way. Well, it wasn't much better. I apparently pushed Neil off our thin uh, mattress, and he was lying on the floor practically outside. The, he had sort of drifted practically outside the tent. Mind you, we're only staying here for three nights, so we're pretty exhausted by this point. Anyway... We went back to St. David's because it was incredibly hot that day and went into the cathedral. And that's another thing. Ah, it was stunning. This cathedral is not large, but you walk in and the spirit of the Lord is there. It was built on a monastery and it was incredible. Anyway, on the third night, we decided to sleep diagonally. And not only that, we slept diagonally with the door wide open looking at the vista of the sea, and it was extraordinary. It was just extraordinary, extraordinary to look at on our tent, and we managed to stay in our beds and look out upon the sea. And I don't know about you, but I, have, I haven't been sleeping that well throughout this whole time, so I intermittently wake up during the night. But this night, I didn't mind waking up, because as I looked out to sea, there was a lighthouse um, out at sea with its lights on, and it was just doing its job. It was shining its light. There were vessels coming in, and it was an extraordinary, extraordinary sight because I actually haven't seen a lighthouse uh, at work for years. And, and it, the Lord spoke to me in that moment, saying, I am your rock and your fortress. I am the light of the world. I am who I say I am. You can put your trust in me. I am who I say I am. 
I am your rock. I am your fortress. And I just, I could have stayed up all night, but I couldn't stay up all night because I was so tired from the previous nights. But it was actually, it was so lovely because there was a lot of youth there at our campsite. And um, they were, they obviously got to the top and they were having a lovely party, but it was so lovely to hear them having fun. It wasn't raucous fun. They were just, they had a campfire and they were fun. And it was at that point about three when I think they eventually went to bed was when there was quiet, but I, then I looked out and saw this beautiful sight. But the Lord is our lighthouse. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are safe. And I know many of you have had an incredibly tough time. And I know many of you have, it's been a long winter, it's been a long winter for almost 15 months. And I'm not underestimating the difficulty and the hardship and the isolation and the, the sheer, the difficulty of it all. And may the Lord bless you this day and going forward with abundant blessing to know him deeper, and to know him in a new way. I have to quickly look at my notes. How am I doing on time? Three minutes. Who said that? Karen. Ooh. It was three minutes. Thank you. I've got three minutes to go. I just want to end with um, something St. David said on his deathbed. I was so impacted by St. David's Cathedral. It was just beautiful. And it was such a small village with a, a small cathedral in it. And it says, be joyful, keep the faith, and do the little things. Be joyful, keep the faith, and do the little things. And to build something strong to build for the future, to build our own lives, to build something that will not be shaken for the future, for our youth, for our children, to build a cathedral-like church which we are building. We have to do the small things. We have to be joyful. We have to keep the faith and do the small things. I was thinking about Noah building the ark at the very beginning. He did it by such measurements, if you look in the Bible, looking at Solomon when he built the temple. He did it such detail, such measurements. Looking at Nehemiah as he rebuilds the wall. Such heart to pray and to act. Calm Holy Spirit. We welcome you in our lives this day. We welcome you to pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and to strengthen our hands in this season. To do all the things that, that you are calling us to do. We hand over this church to you this day, this first day of coming back. 
we lay it at the altar and say, let your will be done. Breathe upon her afresh. Breathe upon every single individual, child, youth who are part of us and beyond. Our communities and our loved ones. Pour out your presence, God. We are so thirsty for you. So thirsty for your presence. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Are you going to come and join me, Kelly? Don't stand. We're just going to go straight into ministry. Be at peace. Allow the Lord to come and minister. Allow the Lord to come in. Maybe you need to do business with the Lord right now. Maybe this is the first time you felt like you've had space to. Be at peace. So, Lord, come. We welcome your presence. Yeah, Father, we thank you for your presence. Just ask that you pour out your presence upon us. You would increase your presence. And as Kate said, just stay engaged with the Lord and let the Spirit of God minister to you. But we want to, it's been so long, we want to create an opportunity for us to minister to one another if we can. But we want to do that in a way that's respectful of the different kind of appetites that we have for risk. So, um, just as we wait on the Lord, if you, if you feel like you want to pray for somebody, um, if you're in the green zone, you know, just go up to somebody and just say, is it okay if I pray for you? Just be respectful of distance. They might allow you to lay hands on them. Um, that might be okay. Uh, in the orange zone, that might be the same, but they may prefer you not to lay hands on. They just might prefer you to just be a little bit distance from them as you pray for one another. And in the red zone, Again, it might just be, let's pray for one another, but again, respecting social distance. But let's see if we can find ways to um, just ask the Lord for him to speak to us for people around us. And let's look out for the other and just see if there's anything the Lord wants to do through us to minister to those around us. I think if you're not wanting to touch on anyone or be touched, you could just lay a hand on your heart. I mean, the Lord is so much bigger than he is not going to be contained by someone praying for you and laying a hand on you. So, Lord, we welcome. I just feel like there's so many illnesses, sicknesses, um, and heart palpitating. And perhaps I know someone's spoken to me this morning about um, um, blood pressure uh, being high. And I just feel like there are so many things that have been robbed and just really difficult and really hard sicknesses. So we're, we're just going to pray for those right now. If you don't want to be touched or, or lay a hand on someone, as Neil's just mentioned, who wants to be, but if you don't, just put your hand on your heart. Lord, we ask that your presence would come.
that you would take any anxiety away this day, that you are our shield and our rampart. You bring your peace and your cloak of peace upon us and a good rhythm of heartbeat. Lord, where this 15 months has taken away any good rhythm or has felt like all rhythms are out, everything is just overwhelmingly too much, Lord, I just pray you place your peace and your presence and your, um, your faith upon them. Restore their heartbeat, Lord. Restore that good rhythm in them, Lord. And I pray for um, blood pressure to be brought down, for anxiety and uh, for overwhelming fear to be completely and utterly distinguished in the name of Jesus. Fear that this is all gonna not go out, go away. Fear that things aren't going to be the same again. Fear that I won't be the same again. People won't be the same again. Fear that life is just gonna go from bad to worse, and the joy has been robbed. Lord, I pray that you would fill people with fresh joy, fresh vision, and most of all, they would hear your voice. They would see you afresh, and hear your voice. You are our rock and our refuge. And some of you feel like your, that trust has been broken with God. You've, with our eyes, we've seen so much difficulty. With our ears, we've heard on the radio or friends and people talking. It's been so overwhelmingly massive things going on. Lord, would you, would you come quickly? and bring your restoration. Would they hear your voice? And I just want to take a minute. Well, in a minute, we'll pray for our communities. But in a minute, I just feel like people just need to do business with the Lord. I'll ask James and uh, Nick to play. And just in that moment, if you need to do business, and when I say that means come in and come in from the cold, Come and talk to the Lord. If you're cross with the Lord, tell him. If you're needing something, tell him. If you want to ask for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness. If you want more of his love, call upon him. If you want his peace, ask him. So come, let's just take a minute. One thing is needed. 
Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. We thank you that you, your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your faithfulness has brought us safely thus far. Just pray you continue to lead us and to guide us and to direct us into your presence. to go and pray for somebody but please ask them before you do how they would like you to do that it'd be great if we can um, bless Cameron and Linda as this is their last Sunday and heading off we just want to bless them and their whole family as they go out from this place we want to thank you Lord for their their faithfulness in serving you in this place for all they've contributed all they've given um, 
the phenomenal part that they played in the life of this church over so many years and we're so grateful to them and we ask Lord that you would uh, fill them with your Holy Spirit as you send them out that there would be a blessing to wherever it is whichever part of the body of Christ you're going to install them in this next season of their lives We're going to finish up here. Um, ice cream is available, and it's still warm enough for ice cream, praise Jesus. And it's not raining. So um, if you've got kids, go and collect them from somewhere. Um, and ice cream is, if you're going to collect your kids, get them from their 3G pitch. If you're leaving this room, can you leave through these doors? That's perfect. That's the way out. Um, if you're going to have ice cream, what you're going to need to do is go out of these doors and then round the outside of the building because the ice cream is back through that way over in the car park over there. Does that make sense? So go out through these doors, round the path the back of the building, through that car park, and the ice cream is over there. Ice cream is free. It's great to see you all. And we will see you next week. God bless you all.